Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I have Steve, Lauren, and Sharpie. Hello. 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 Hey, how's everyone doing? Good. Doing well. How's Lisa? Dandy, dandy. Good to hear. I'm on a new uh, probiotic for my stomach. Really? That's what we're opening with? Yeah. I got them at Costco. So tell us more about this. Listeners are at the edge of their seat. They are. (laughs) The edge of their toilet seat. Tell us about this new uh, probiotic, Steve. Has it changed your life? It was pretty good, except now my stomach hurts today. But for the first... withstand Arby's? That's the big question. I I can't imagine. Nothing withstands the Arby's. That cheese and the grease and the... Oh, I can't even eat there. But no. Um, Lisa loves Arby's. I love Arby's. I'm giving him the eye. She loves the Arby's. Arby's. I just... I do not. Um... Not anymore. You just like to park there. I do. It's a great spot to hang out. But no, I got a new probiotic at Costco. So I figured I've been trying to eat healthy. I've been eating still cut oats and Tell them fruits. why you're eating healthy. I'm trying to get my cholesterol down. And why are you trying to get your cholesterol down? Because my cholesterol, my, my uh, bad he cholesterol. he doesn't eat healthy? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I didn't realize that. I thought I ate. Sorry. I thought it was a vicious cycle. I know. It I is. kind of ate. Sort of health. I didn't eat. Who are you kidding? I guess I didn't eat healthy. Wait a what second. Do Every eat? time Lisa goes away, Steve. don't you talk about sitting and eating like an entire Entenmann's cake? Oh, yeah. I don't even know what that yeah, is. But, oh, yeah, that. that's right. I remember there's those. That. So, there's yeah. That. He thinks he's good. He gets <laughs> these. about that. He gets these mm-hmm. apple turnovers and he eats them like they're. Oh, those are so good. They're nothing, but they're huge. They're, uh, they're made out of apple. Steve. So they have fruit, right? That's right. They well, they have fruit in fruit. the center. You just and have to cinnamon. Cinnamon's good for you. No, you just have to get through the giant rock salt or rock sugar crusting on the outside of the pastry to get to the apple. So I think that's so, the problem. So are, are the are these uh, deep fried? Uh huh. Yeah, they're good. They're the well, size. I don't even know if they're. I guess they're baked. They are not baked. They're not. They can't be. They're not like those ones at McDonald's that are like. No, they're not like right that. out of the fryer. All right, maybe they're baked, but they're McDonald's they... bakes theirs now, by the way. Oh, there you go. Yeah, they do. They were better when they were fried. Oh, I remember I those. Loved them when they were fried. But we're all over the place. But yes, but I got my we're new probiotic. Up a with that. <laughs> we're thirty seconds into this show, I know. And we are already derailed like, completely. Uh, Not only yes. did we derail, we hit the guardrail. So yeah, we did, we did damage. <laughs> wow. So we'll have to have a show this on. Like uh, a slip off the track. This was like bam. Oh my god. Boat spilled. Bad. Yeah. We're doing uh. We'll have to do a show with the Disney with high cholesterol. That sounds awful, though. Who wants to do that? At all, I know. (laughs) So yeah, so I figure I'll just try. I've been trying to eat better, and then I'll just okay. And then if I'm at Disney, then I'm on a cheat week, or or I'll I don't know. I'll be aware, but we'll see. And I'm hoping my number goes down because I've been eating like steel cut oatmeal every day and soup. And fruits and guacamole. You've had one soup in the last week, and that was 20 minutes ago. I know. You can't. It counts. It counts. All right. Have, have, have counts. you cut out the uh, saturated fats for your diet, Steve? Pretty much. So far. So what have you cut out, Steve? Everything. No, oh. specifically. What have you cut out? Apple pie. Meat, apple pies. Well, butter. I didn't. Yeah, I haven't had any butter. Eggs. No eggs. But, but uh, here, here's, here's the deal, um, I, and, and, and this is f- further down this tangent, yeah. but I, I, they're, they're always back and forth about whether eggs are good for you, whether eggs are bad for you, yeah. whether butter's good for you, whether moderate, mar- 
as long as you're doing them both in moderation, as long as you're not sitting down like yeah. Paula Dean eating a stick of butter, yep. and as long as you're not eating like a dozen eggs like every other day, it's all about moderation because your body does need those healthy fats. And, yeah. and that's that's something a lot of times people go completely and cut out all the fat out of their diet, yeah. or at least as much as they can. And, and that's not healthy for your body either because your body needs those fats to process at the cellular level. That's why I need to so, go. By the way, yeah. did we mention that Mouse Chat is now a health channel? We're doing exactly. it. We're going to do <laughs> healthy eating. Here. Yeah. The so next, the next show is going to be about mental health. There you go. Which, you by know, the way, we are not going to have the strongest compass. Because, <laughs> you know, we are crazy about mental health around here. So, anyway. So, Lisa, what are we actually to talking about? crazy. We not are really. actually not talking about Steve's health and cholesterol. Uh-huh. We're going to be talking about you guys, kind of. Listeners. We have we listener like questions. That. Yay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, today's a listener, question, listener questions show. and. We've got some good ones. Okay, so we're going to get started. We're going to start with Casey. And Casey asks or kind of states, this is a hypothetical one. And I think it could be a lot of fun from you all. If you could create your perfect, air quote, perfect nighttime show, what would it be? What park? What would it include? What IP, intellectual property? What types of effects? How long would it be? I think it would be fun to hear your thoughts. All right. So, Casey, we're going to give this a go. And And Sharpie can't go first. Oh, my gosh. We'll never get done. He'll just go off on some huge thing and then Disney will steal the idea. No, I I have to go before him. He's going to sound so much more intelligent than me. Nobody's going to want to listen to me. Okay. So, Lauren gets to go first. But I do have to say, Sharpie, you're going to be limited to like, I don't know, an hour. minutes. Eight. Three or four hours minimum. That's oh, okay. it. We know how you okay. get with these. All right. So, Lauren, you're yeah. going first. So, mine is very simple. I know we're all surprised by this. Um, so, for me, if I could create a perfect show, it would be getting rid of illuminations. I'm sorry for all of you illumination fans. Um, get rid of illuminations and do something some type of water show with fireworks that is going to bring me to tears, please Disney with amazing music and lyrics and emotion and something similar to world of color, but completely different from world of color. If that makes sense. It doesn't. It does. It does <laughs> my crazy little brain. I would just love to see them do something amazing with that lake in Epcot. There's so much they could do there and would you incorporate the countries yeah why not i think i think you could do something beautiful there i i just do i don't know what and like i said i'm I, this is why i want to go before sharpie because sharpie's probably going to come out with all the technical stuff yeah. that i am clueless about by the way that i just nod my head at and go that's a great idea because i don't understand any of it um but there's so much they could do there and that show is so torturously boring that I just think it would be magnificent if they could incorporate the countries, do something with fireworks. And, you know, even if you want to keep the lasers, whatever, but you've got all that water and you could do fountains and it, it could be amazing. Yeah. We got to think that technology's come so far since that show. So they could be able to really 
bump that up. Yeah, there's got to be something they can do there. Make me cry, Disney. <laughs> oh, that's all I got. Okay. <laughs> Next time you're you're walking around World World Show, Showcase, cast member just comes and kicks you in the shins. <laughs> you said there you cry. go. Oh wait, they have to do it at night. <laughs> And I might, you might have to hand me a sparkler. So mm -hmm. I can yeah. Work. They, they just throw some confetti <laughs> over you. <laughs> All right. Mission accomplished. Okay. So part of some of the aspects that I like, I'm going to go next, by the way. Uh -huh. Some of the aspects of nighttime shows that I like, I love the castle show, the projection shows. Um, I, they're at Hollywood studios as well, but I do like that. I love, um, you have to make me cry with some sappy music, some catchy tunes. I've got to do a little toe tapping. You want to get up and dance, shake your booty. So it has to have some really good music. It's kind of fun when Lisa shakes her booty. Hi. <laughs> I'm good at booty shaking. Okay. And I know I'm, I'm still on my Pixar high. So I would love, as far as the IP, Pixar. Um, I love Up. I love Nemo. I love Sully and Mike. Come on. Who doesn't? And if you don't, you should. So I absolutely love those. Um, so I would do it centered around Pixar. Uh, I could do it at Epcot. It doesn't have a really good tie-in to Epcot, but it's got a good location and a lot of viewing and a lot of potential there at Epcot. But location to me is not that important, I, although it's part of the question. So what park? I think it fits better in probably uh, Hollywood Studios. Oh, no, you can't take away Star Wars? Uh, no. No, I'll do it somewhere. Fantasmic. I'm doing it somewhere else. Okay. There's this area that you don't even know about. Disney doesn't even uh, know about it yet. Nobody knows. No, no. <laughs> but I think it belongs in Hollywood Studios. Um, you know, they've got Toy Story over there, so that works. Um, so that, I don't have a whole lot of, it's, the music has to be good, sappy, and catchy. Um, I want Pixar. We'll do it in Hollywood Studios. As far as long, you know, 20, 25 minutes, I'm good with that. Um, I think Bubbles, it will have Bubbles. Yes, it will. As far as the effects, it of course will have pyrotechnics, but it won't just be fireworks. It'll have like those flame blasters that go and they, you know, you can feel the heat from across the amphitheater. So I like those. Uh, yeah, that's my show. It's bits and pieces. I think I answered the questions. It might not be the prettiest mm -hmm. package that I put together, but that's what I'm going for. We're going to do a Pixar. Uh, Nighttime spectacular over at Hollywood Studios in that secret location. Very exciting. Uh -huh. I like it. Yep. All right. Do we go Sharpie or Steve? I, I don't know. Okay. Sharpie. Steve's not committed right now. <sighs> okay. So here's my deal. Nighttime show. We we all know where it's going to be. It's going to be the Animal Kingdom. Of course. <laughs> and I, and, and I, I can even read you, I, I can even read you the lyrics for this nighttime show because it's the same music from Rivers of Light. 
It's our right. It's our call. Every creature, great and small. If we stand alone, we stand to lose forever. The words and the music of that show are phenomenal. But and the, only like, Sharpie knows the words to that song. <laughs> exactly. And that's and that's why is because like they left out the Disney. Like I, I don't I don't want this like I don't I don't want Rivers of Light to be like soakingly sappingly Disney. But they used all of this like animal imagery and they did not include the Disney characters. Did they learn nothing from the launch of Epcot? Where are the Disney characters, Michael Eisner said? This is Disney. There should be Disney characters. It's a Disney nighttime show. There should be Disney characters. I love the story, but the story gets lost in all of the fuss of Rivers of Light. Um, so, I mean, yeah, the, uh, I love the effects. I love all of the the uh, uh, the fireflies and the trees before the show. I love all the water projections. The floats are really cool. But like the storyline is not there. I would take Rivers of Light. I would kind of rebuild it a little bit from the ground up in terms of storyline. I love the the dancing. I love the music. I love the atmosphere. It's really cool. They did not go big enough to play enough to both of the really large sides of the amphitheater that that's around um, around the the lake there. Yeah, they, they need to go bigger effects. Definitely. And they need to include Disney characters. And and frankly, it needs to be a little bit longer and have a little bit more of a clear storyline because the 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 uh, the we are one, the main the main theme song of Rivers of Light. It's beautiful. It, I, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. It's on iTunes. Uh, you can find it on YouTube, the SoundCloud. There, there's a lot of different places out there where you can find it. But listen to the whole soundtrack. Listen to it multiple times. The words are so empowering as far as our place here on this planet Earth. And it's sharing of it not only as human people but also sharing it with animals so yeah that i know i I complain about rivers of light all the time because it loses its big storyline and it was supposed to be this huge nighttime spectacular that was supposed to attract all of the crowds to to Mm -hmm. animal kingdom at nighttime and it and it just hasn't yeah because they cut it, they cut it, they cut the budget, they cut the effects, they cut – there was supposed to be live music, there was supposed to be more dancing, there was supposed to be this, there was supposed to be that. But it it was a, a year late in launching almost. Yep. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's the, – the, the, the theory of the show, the basic premise of the show is absolutely beautiful. They just need to clarify the storyline and for the love of all that's good and holy, they need to include Disney characters. They need the Lion King in there. They need all the Disney birds. They need the Disney dragons. They need, they need Jungle all Book. the Disney animals to be part of that show. Well, yeah, because that park 100%. has all the different sections too. Like you were saying, you know, they have the Pandora section, which was the what the dragons the and the fantasy. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the originally it was supposed to be the land of the mythical beast. Yeah, which Avatar fits that perfectly. So they have all those, and then they have the dinosaurs. So they could kind of play on that theme. Yeah, I loved when I sat down, and I remember now because it's been a while. I remember seeing the fireflies and just looking at that effect, and I was like, "This is cool." And then from there. <laughs> From that point on, because oh, it was this, I like that subtle, small little things where you're like, how are they doing that? Are those real fireflies? Are they doing something? 
And it's like the whole that? amphitheater area comes to life, and you've got the tree of life in the background, yeah. and the colors and, change on it. And there's little like, things they have happening. All of the pieces they are just missing, like that main <laughs> central part of yeah. the show. And then the show starts, it. and it just it kind of falls apart. Yeah. I like it. Because people love animals. They love baby animals. They love when animals do cute mm-hmm. things. And there's a lot of messaging out there in the world right now that we need to be more aware of in terms of of conservation and what and the state of this world. I mean, we're we're in trouble in a lot of different areas in the world. And and that's this this Disney has had an opportunity to kind of tell that story about our place here on, on on this on this one inhabitable planet in our universe. So Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't I don't know if it's you know, more publicity or if it's my age and I'm just more in tune with things. I, I look at our trash and I'm just shamed. I look at different things. I look at, we go out to eat and everyone has a cup and throws it away. And just millions of families are doing this at every meal. And it just adds up so quickly. So I'm, I'm feeling the, the guilt, the shame, um, and, you know, trying to do, smaller things, keeping cups, using them, you know, just, uh, I'll, if, if I get plastic wear from a meal, I will keep it and wash it and send it to the, um, to the school with the girls instead of buying new stuff. I can wash plastic wear. It works. My coworkers make fun of me just a little bit, but it's, it, it's a playful thing. Uh, when we did the, uh, Wild Africa Trek back in January, uh, the the food that they served, uh, they gave us these little bamboo spoons, mm-hmm. and I eat lunch at my desk every day with my bamboo spoon. I love those. Yeah, they give you the. <laughs> those are always cool. You can reuse it. You can. And bamboo is like super renewable, mm-hmm. and it's so much fun because like it's not this like gigantic, like huge spoon. It's this like little. It's perfect to eat lunch at your desk. I love nice. it. Funny. All right. So moving on, last one. All right. Yes. So here, one thing that would be nice, I think, I feel like all the Disney shows were retrofit, you know, you know, on the big, you know, they were at the castle, they're at the lagoon, but none of the, none of those areas were built for the show. So it would be nice if they like actually, well, the only place they actually did was over at uh, Hollywood Studios for Fantasmic. And that show's kind of okay. But it would be nice if... The, I like it for the record. Yeah. So, you know, because then, like, you have the seating, you have the show, everything's custom built for the show instead of... Because I don't like at Hollywood Studios when they project on the... um, What is it? Uh, Chinese the, theater. Yeah, the Chinese theater. theater. Yeah. Yeah, because the Chinese theater is this horrible thing for projections and the trees. Well, and it's, it's awkward shape. And it's very... There's not a lot of area to see it from. So it's just not great for projections. But anyways, so it'd be nice if whatever the show is was a custom-built area. So the projections are great. The seating is nice. You can see everything. Um, so anything like that. And then we talked about intellectual property, uh, any of the Disney characters, any of those ter- tear-jerking moments. Those are Disney always does those, and they do a great job on all those. Um, so, yeah. But are so, you tired of seeing any particular scene? Are you like, oh, Well, I can't. I, I, you know... I I don't know what you would do, but they all seem to be the same. So it would be nice if they changed it up. 
there's always the villain sequences and there's the the happy fairy godmother sequences. There's like it's like the good and evil. They're all the good and evil sequences. So I don't know if there's a different story. You know, so if there's a way to do something where it's not film clip after film clip and it's more of a tailored put together custom piece, but I I understand it's easier to grab the key scenes from all the different films and 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 weave them together. Ooh, I may have to go back and, and tweak mine because I just thought it's well and, and I'm just having the thought too. Mm-hmm. If you really want to play out the storyline at Disney's Animal Kingdom, unfortunately the villain in that show would have to be the humans. Ooh, deep. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 you also have the Disney Animal Care team and the conservation team and all that kind of stuff. So there's all all of that layer that of you have humans stepping in to preserve animals, but if it weren't for the humans, the animals wouldn't be in danger but yeah anyway it's kind of depressing my my only other thing with the shows is i like world of color for a couple of reasons one is at the stage they have to produce that on is massive so the scale is unbelievable so just when i watch it there's points that where you're like oh my gosh there's so many levels and it's so deep and then they're doing things on the incredicoaster in the background and they're doing things on the Mickey, what is it? The pal around, whatever it used to be the sun wheel. Then it was the fun wheel. And now it's the yeah. Pixar, Pixar pal, pal around wheel. Something. So they're doing all kinds of lighting effects on everything in the background. They're doing lighting effects on the crowd. They're do- all, everything in front of me. It's just, just massive, massive, massive. And it's just unbelievable. And it's I, very immersive. Yeah. It's just like over the top. You're like, Oh my gosh. Um, and I love how they can change it up. So whatever a new show is, I don't, I, Illuminations, you know, the same thing basically for, for, I don't even remember, we talked about this, was it like 19 years that that's something around that time frame? It's been going on forever. I like how World of Color, if they want to change it up for the holidays, for Christmas, if they want to do a Walt Disney version or they want to do something special, they have the ability to kind of change that show and you can come back and see something new. So I like that. So Yeah, but they do that at the Magic Kingdom. They they will do hollow wishes or they'll do different versions of shows on the same so-called stage. Yeah. But they do more of a, um, like a special event type yeah. show. Yeah. And that's true. But um, I like, you know, versus Epcot that has the same show. I'd like to, you know, to be able to change it for Christmas, Halloween, some, you know, new movies come out or something they kind of can add to the story or do a pre Sometimes they'll do a pre-show over at World of Color. Uh, like when Tron came out, they had a pre-show or some other different movies. When they came out, they added things in. As, so it was kind of cool. As far as the projections, what do you think is the best building or facility to accommodate those projections? I I don't know. It's tough because, you know. The, the castle is classic. The so castle works. The Wizarding World of Harry Potter does a great job. Oh, yeah, they do. On that castle. That is Phenomenal. Jumping parks. Yeah, but they have a bigger, it has to be something that's a large uh, piece of architecture or something that they, that they can put that on. And some of them, you know, the the uh, Chinese theater just doesn't seem to work. And then I hate, you know, and then they put up like screens on the sides and the, I'm not a real fan of that either. Well, but it works. Like yeah, at Christmas time with the elves and oh, and that show's not great either. Oh, I love that show. 
with the elves. I love the elves. The, the prep and landing show. I love prep and landing. I love prep and landing. I don't like the the show they do though. Okay, then I'm not inviting you next time. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, so my other add to this, my follow up, is I think it would be fun because it's different. Is to have the different um, Disney characters interact with each other more, you know, in in the storyline. And that way um, you might be seeing some of the same scenes and the same characters, but, you know, now all of a sudden Sully is helping out with Toy Story or something. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing where right now they're really just sharing movie clips and they're not custom writing. Yeah, I'd love to see something like that. Where it's actually a show that's produced but they have the power to do versus that. the best of Disney movies projected on what we you know, whatever park you're at. So, okay. What's our next one? All right. Are we still doing this? Okay. So the next one is going to be John writes in and says, in your opinion, what are the best, what is the best way to spend your time at Mickey's not so scary Halloween party rides, characters, trick or treating. So I love this question. Because it's something I ask myself, too. Um, I remember last year we went and we stood in line. We were with John and Stacey Frost, Indigo. We had the girls. Um, but there were, we, we had a good-sized group. And so we're trying to, what was that? Yeah, that was Halloween. And we're trying to get to all the trick-or-treat stations. And then in the end, you probably spent two hours in lines and you have a bag of candy that's probably worth 6 to $8. I would rather take those two hours. And I say this in hindsight because if I'm actually there, you know I'm going to stand in line for candy again. Yeah. But, you know, the, the wise part of me is saying spend your time on rides or meeting characters because they have unique characters that are out and take advantage of that rides characters um fireworks and parades the the trick-or-treating if you have little kids you have to but lauren what do you think i'm completely different um (laughs) okay i am all about the experiences that go on at the parties for Halloween, Christmas, doesn't matter. I'm about the stage shows. I'm about the fireworks. I'm about the parades. I'm about um, the dance parties. Woo-hoo, love the dance parties. Um, so for me, it's all about those experiences. I like the characters, but I'm not standing in line for two hours to meet the seven dwarves. Um, the rides I can do anytime. So for me, I'm not there for that. I might hit one or two rides, but for the most part, I'm, I'm all about the experiences. Yeah. So I, I can't like, I cannot pull myself away. I love those dance parties too. Don't miss the dance parties. Yeah. You love the dance parties. Your dance parties. I do love the dance parties. Themed. Well, you get, you get character interaction. It's fun. Um, I think, yeah, where we ran into a problem last time, like Lisa was saying, is you you're walking in and you're like, oh, here's a candy station. We might let's it's right here. Let's get in line. And then 
you go through that line and then you're like walking to wherever you're supposed to be going and you run into another one. Oh, so, oh, look, look, candy yes. line. And so the problem is, is then you, you rack up all this time getting candy and then you're like, uh, and, and the time goes by really fast and it's really advantageous to ride the rides because the lines are usually the shortest they you know, it's like a 10 to 15 minute space mountain wait. It's a 10 minute wait on, you know, 15 minutes. The, the ride lines are really short. So it's great to knock out all your e-ticket rides and use it for that. And then like Lauren said, you have to see the parade, the um, Mickey's not so scared. What is the, and I, and I forgot the name of the parade. parade? Yeah. Boo to you. Oh my gosh. That music. And you. Yeah, you can't get and that music you, out of your head. I love that. You got to see the parade, and there's two different showings of the parade. So either one, most of the kids, uh, the people with the little kids go to the first parade, and then they bolt out of there. Uh, so if you if you miss that one, uh, you can always see the second one, and you don't have to get in line as quick or get a spot as quick. And then the uh, Hollow Wishes fireworks are phenomenal. So, but the parade and the fireworks are must do. So, make sure you're not stuck in a ride line, and and see both of those. And then, yeah, there's just so many extra fun little things to do. And get there early. You can get there at four o'clock and get in instead of seven, and you can kind of start things early. And then, uh, and then try if you have kids, take a nap during the day. And then we'll try to go for the whole thing and push. We'll push those kids till midnight, one a.m. <laughs> And then we'll That's put them. Then we'll put them in a it stroller. We'll have them on a stroller. Well, it's always you got to. The worst part is you got to get them in a stroller, or you got to carry them, and then you got to carry them onto the bus, and then off of the bus, and then walk all the way back Someone to the. Someone tells room. me that Amber's not so much into a stroller these not days. Not anymore. So I think she could. <laughs> she could walk now. Next time we go, she'll it'll be the first time probably that. Or, well, she was dragging. She, but um, Brooke, you're always. But, we, but we'll take a nap. We'll take it easy during the day, and then we'll get there at four, and we'll go. And the kids will go till probably, probably even when they were little, they would make it to almost midnight. And then yeah. we would end the night with some shopping. So we don't like to shop until, you know, everything's closed down because they leave the shops open late. So another tip is, you know, do all your shopping at the last minute on the way out because they, they'll keep the emporium and the shops open because they want to make some money there. So don't waste your precious ride time and fireworks time. But yeah, get a few little pieces of candy just to hold you over as you go from, to, so you have something to snack on, but uh, don't make it the mission because I don't know, it just takes too much time. Sharpie, when's the last, last the uh, Halloween party you went to? Oh, it's been a couple years for us. That's for sure. What do you like? I love it. Plan your night, Sharpie. How do you how do you tackle the Halloween party? Um See for for me some of our best memories have been on the attractions. Uh because it's it's night your your crowd size is more limited than than what you would have during the daytime. Um we we really planned to do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, we, we did, did some of the trick or treat lines. Um, we did some attractions. We met some characters. We definitely hit the parade, uh, and, and the fireworks. Oh, we love, 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 love the fireworks. They like, 
no matter what you do, see the Hallowish's fireworks. Yep. Agreed. 100%. They're amazing. Well, they're the, amazing. The parade is pretty amazing too. The the grave oh, diggers, that, absolutely. Headless the, horsemen. I love the grave diggers. They're my favorite. Yeah. And then you, I love to see all the characters in their costumes. Yes, that's another bonus. Well, the haunted mansion is done up really the dog. well. Don't forget the dog that goes through the parade. Yeah, you got to ride oh. the haunted. Man- you got to go to the haunted mansion, and then they have the. Uh, one of the who's the spirit who's out front? Who's I'm sure Sharpie knows. <laughs> Sharpie on the spot. Uh, Madame Leota? Isn't it is it Madame Leota? Leota? No. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Who's out front? Yeah. Oh, that's too easy. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, but the I don't know. It's a it's a fun and the main streets lit up and all the attraction. Everything has that kind of Halloween feel. It's really nice at night. A nice feel, and I love that that it really is not so scary. It's it's a it's a it's a festival of everything that is Halloween without being overly spooky. Oh yeah, you want overly spooky? Go to Universal's Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, go to Horror Nights. That is that'll that'll need you to uh, bring a change of buy a case of Depends. That's for sure. (laughs) And I hate scary, scary, but I love Halloween Horror Nights. But I, I, man, I cannot stand Do you know scary. why he can stand it? Well, I can only stand Halloween Horror Nights because in the line, when you go through the haunted houses, I make sure I'm, I'm back to back or face to back, front to back with the person in front of me. And we, and we, and it's a, and it's an ongoing and line. And who's in front of you? Lisa, probably. He essentially hides like, behind me. Go, you go first. <laughs> and so they still. That's better than me. I literally leave. And they still, yeah, they still did. scare you to death. They will get so close to you. It's unbelievable. They don't touch you though. It is. So, they, they have it set up where. That does not make me feel better. Oh, it's. They're but good. it's, it's so good. It's so well done. It is creepy though. It is really good. And it's good. loud. Oh yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's a lot of, they do a, a phenomenal it's job good for, for, for these scary. If you want scary. 20 and 30 somethings. Yeah. If you want scary and you don't want. You don't have the little kids going to Halloween Horror Nights or um, Mickey's Not So Scary. Halloween Horror Nights is pretty impressive. And you can go as a teenager. It's yeah. terrifying. It is it's, literally terrifying. Well, they get it you is. when you're walking around the park. They, they um like, I'll stop to take a photo and then, then, then you put the, <laughs> then you like turn around and there's a guy like two inches from your face. So they, they're always watching. So they get you they're, in these, good. in these spots where, um. You know, you you look down at your phone and you look up and there's a guy two inches in front of your face with a chainsaw. And you're like, oh, okay, you got me. <laughs> it's fun. I wonder if any of them ever get hit in the face or something. That I am sure reaction. there's some scary, some scared people. That- Listen, if I stayed in there, there is no way in this world I would not punch somebody in the face if I got scared. That's fun. (laughs) And it would be an actual just knee jerk reaction. I couldn't even control it. I have to go. "Ah, Boom. Yeah. Yeah, I I I really need to go to Halloween Horror Nights because I I really I I like scary stuff, but I I would I would probably need to to have a drink before and after. (laughs) Well, there's there's plenty of that. Something stronger than alcohol to do that again. There's plenty of there's plenty of alcohol available for Halloween Horror Nights, too. So you don't have to worry about that. But uh, yeah, Sharpie, you'd love it. It's it's pretty. It's so well done. Um, yeah. And the first time I I remember the first time they're like, "Hey, we're gonna take all of you guys to Halloween Horror Nights." And I'm like, "Oh, I hate scary stuff. I don't know if I'm gonna go." And then I'm like, "All right, I'll try it." And then I was like, "This is pretty good." 
my sister-in-law <laughs> wants to go and do this walkthrough thing here in New Jersey, and it's supposed to be like a haunted walking tour or something. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I don't know if I can handle that. And she's like, Laura, I called, and my seven-year-old and nine-year-old can handle it. You've got this. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I'll take them for ice cream. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm out. laughs> but yeah, lots of good Halloween stuff over in Orlando. So hit either of those. Mickey's not so scary or Halloween Horror Nights, Universal Studios, depending on, or do them both, depending on what you like. Just don't bring the little kids to Halloween Horror Although Brooke would love Halloween Horror Nights. I wonder what. She would. But she, she, no, lo- she would tough through it, but then she'd have problems like. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, she would. She would definitely not be good for a few days after. But she loves that scary stuff, and she's eight. But yeah, you definitely don't need to be. You need to be a teenager or older to uh, to do it. What do we have next? All right. So next up, we have Ben. Hi, Ben. Why does no one? ever talk about the greatest benefit of the campgrounds and cabins. It seems the ability to walk literally five steps from your car to your room at the end of a night would be the best. I love this question. Mm. So what do you think, Lauren? It takes a, well, I'm just going to say it takes a different kind of vacationer to stay at the campgrounds or the cabins. So Lauren, jump in with your thoughts. Nope. I agree a hundred percent with you. Um, So I did the, I'm not a camping girl and we need to put that out there right now. Um, You're a glamper. My idea of camping, you know, was kind of roughing it out of Best Western. That's, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's a tough one for me. Uh Where breakfast in the morning is questionable. Yeah. Right. You know, and and don't get me wrong. I stay at Best Western. I'm not making Mm. fun of anybody that stays at Best Western by any standard, but that is my idea of roughing it. I don't I have to, like the outdoors. I like a cabin if I'm going to camp. And I do camp every year, but I am in a cabin with running water yeah. and a shower. <laughs> um, so that being said, I think that it's a great value at the campsites. Um, unless I have air conditioning, there's not a chance in this world you would ever catch me. At a campsite in the summertime, specifically there, <laughs> maybe in January. Um, but I think the cabins, I've stayed at the cabins. I think they're fantastic. I don't love that you have to have a car or a golf cart. And that to me, that or place Or be prepared is, to walk an additional four miles. Yeah. I mean, it's big. It's tremendous. The resort is tremendous. So like if you don't have a car, it's not someplace I would stay because that- theory of stepping out, out of your car and walking five steps to your room is completely not going to happen. Um, but I think, I think the cabins are fantastic. My family itself would love the cabins, which is why they've never stayed there. Because <laughs> um, you won't. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have to go back. Um, but, <laughs> but I, to me, a vacation is not cooking and cleaning and making my bed and doing stuff like that. Like if I'm away on vacation, I literally don't want to do anything. I don't want to cook. I don't want to do the dishes. I don't want to do anything. So like for me having a kitchen that creates work for me and (laughs) that's not a vacation then that means I need a vacation for my vacation. Um, so it's just not my style trip. I think they're fantastic. Truthfully. Um, but I really do think you need to have a car or a golf cart. And even with the golf cart, it's 
you know, they only go so fast. And when you're from the Northeast, you like to drive fast. And uh, Jess and I were driving one and I, I literally thought she was just going to get out and run. (laughs) 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 She she was flooring it. And she was like, why won't this go faster? And I'm like, because you're from Boston. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it's just not, you know, it's not my style, but I thought they were fantastic. They are beautiful little cabins. Yeah. So that's my thought on it. Yeah, the cabins, the cabins are nice. I think the issue, and that whole area is great. It's like this whole community that always books those, you know, it's during beautiful. during Christmas time, they book a year out. You know, there's people that go year after year. So they really love you know, decorating the campsites and doing everything at Fort Wilderness. Oh, that's and, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So there's this whole vibe and group of people that love Fort Wilderness and doing that. The difficulty, if you have a car, like you said, would be ideal. If not, um, you know, there's a, you take the bus to Fort Wilderness, then you wait for another bus to do the Fort Wilderness loop to, and then you ride around that for it to drop you off at your section. And then you walk. So that, adds a lot of time so it's not very convenient unless you have your own car i guess to get to directly to and and that and your own car is what for the cabins or the campsite i guess can you park i guess you can park your car at the campsite yeah you can drive your car over to you know trails end to eat like that's the thing that's tough yeah. there like anything you want to do you need to drive to like yeah. if you are not literally right next to the main pool you have to drive to the main pool and the main pool is really cute um yeah, it's spread out. So that's true. It's so you're always hopping out. in the car and going somewhere versus, you know, some of your other hotels where you just get out, go to the pool, walk back to your room. Um, if you want to get close to your, you know, like drive home from the fireworks or whatever, Kadani Village is set up nicely where you're parking underground. So you're not getting out in the rain. Uh, and then you're going up the elevator to your room, you know, and it's a huge. So depending on where you get a parking spot underneath the resort, you, you could be pretty close to your room. Uh, and if you don't find, you know, or it still could be a, a hike depending on that. But that's the only other one I can think of. If you have a car where you can kind of get close to your room. Sharpie, Lisa, what do you think? Anything on uh, Fort Wilderness? It holds a little spot in my heart because that was the first place I ever stayed in Disney world in 1976. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Mm. I remember some cool things, which is weird, especially the snake that was by the laundry um, area. Um, yeah, there was a snake. And I remember the general store, and it was they had um, rocking chairs out front. And I remember um, Bicycle Built for Two was playing on the background music. I was very happy because I knew the words to it, even though it wasn't playing the words. Yeah. Um, but I like... I like all that. I like cabins. I think those are a great accommodation. I like that it's roomier. There's separation. You can cook. I don't mind. Honestly, I can cook more on vacation than I could when I'm at home. Because I'll have more more time time to do it. Exactly. Me too. I don't want to, though. Yeah, but you have to admit, vacation dining gets expensive. If you plan for it, great. But sometimes, with as much as we travel... You know, it's kind of nice to just make a salad or, you know, cook with the girl. I like to cook with the girls. That's kind of fun. Um, granted, it doesn't happen as much as I would like it to, but in idealistic world, that's how it works. 
Um, but I like the cabins. I don't necessarily like beds up against the wall um, in the bedroom. I don't necessarily like that, but it still sleeps six and it's fine. Um, I've never had the opportunity to stay at the campsites though. And I don't know if I could or would. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think that would be, I can't imagine. I've got a little Lauren going on. Being hot and tired and sweating in the park and then going and laying in a or tent. raining. Oh, I can't imagine. I'm, just. I'm not trying to. rains in Florida. Snobby about that either. I'm just, I, it's not me. But can you imagine the, those storms and being in a tent? I mean, those, it comes down. Yeah. I, and they're on little platforms and all, but. Oh, it's not my thing. I don't, I don't know. Camping takes a real, like I said at the beginning, it takes a certain kind of person to, to stay at Fort Wilderness. Yeah, it's a I nice. I do it three months or three seasons out of the year. I could, I, June, July, August, no oh. way, not, no way, not know how mm-hmm. it would be. September entirely too, too hot. I, I can even handle September because uh-uh. um, mm. it does cool down at, at night. <laughs> more more so than June, July, August, and September. Um, but I would I would love I would love to tent camp at at Disney. I think it would be so much fun. But I love to tent camp. So yeah, yeah. I can't. I wish I did. It's not my because gr- grilling every evening. Because mm. I know that they clean your grill every day, so that would be amazing. Well, the best part of camping is cooking out and making cooking marshmallows and hanging out by the fire. Yeah, hanging out. That's always fun. But then after See, that, that part I would like. After that, you're like uncomfortable sleeping on the ground in your tent. And then you're like, there's like always a mosquito that gets in there and it's buzzing in your ear and it's biting you. And then the tent gets that kind of condensation on the inside and you wake, it's kind of wet and icky it's called do steve i know it's like it's all do it's all condensed but it's all like on the inside as well and then you and then you wake up and you're i don't know that's just ah uh, you gotta go use the See, that's community. part of the fun of camping no that's not but but to, to each is but own. to add that onto a i've been running around in the park all day experience is kind of i don't know when you're done with the parks it is kind of nice to shower and plop in a nice squishy bed. Yeah, I can't even imagine. But it's not my thing. So I'm like Lauren at the Best Western. We're all, all that's my idea of camping. It's a great place to be. If I got to take a Jimmy Dean biscuit and, and put it in the microwave in the morning and heat it up, that's my idea of camping. That's as much as I want to do and, and add the hot water to my oatmeal at the oatmeal station. See, I like to get up. I like to make breakfast over the fire in the morning. You make breakfast over the fire too? See, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's so, Uh, so great. Sharpie, you would literally be my husband's best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Not even kidding. Mm. You two would be out there until wee hours of the night playing. That's the other thing. Like, see, yeah. see, with dinner, you, you do your, get your fire going in the early afternoons so that we got a really hot bed of coals. Mm. You, get your, you, you do your foil packets for dinner and you put those down in the coals and you let that cook. Oh my gosh. Well, then there's always people. <sighs> there's, I want to go camping. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Well, can you take Rich with you? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's 
there's always people up at the fire too at night. There's always, there's always someone who's up late chatting and loudly at at 10 o'clock at night and you're trying to sleep in the tent that has literally paper thin walls and you're like, I can't sleep. They're going to go all night. The, 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 the nighttime Mm -hmm. campsite voice. You got to keep it quiet. Yeah. Got to be respectful of other people around you. Oh my gosh. Now, now I, I, I am going to say this people that bring their pets camping, if you do it, great. Please be mindful of them barking all night long. <laughs> Don't want to go camping to hear a dog bark all night long. It's so, it's so inconsiderate. People don't go camping to hear a dog bark all night long. Well, see, that's the thing too, because you, you're paying so much for the par- the Disney park tickets and everything. I don't know. I feel like I need to get a good night's sleep. There's too many risks with the, uh, with the tent. Mm-hmm. Now the cabins are nice. So anyway. I love the cabins. Again, yeah. though, it's the transportation part that makes me crazy. Yeah. There. The transportation over there is not, not ideal. All right, Lisa, anyone you do one more? Or? Well, do what we do have time think? for one more? What, what is it? A, is it a Why quick, not? Quick one. Okay. All right. So Sean writes in. My wife, Melissa asks. So this is from Melissa via Sean. We enjoy fine dining at Disney, sit down restaurants, alcohol, special events, etc. So we rarely eat a meal on the go and don't usually need snacks. Would a Disney dining plan ever make sense for us? And if so, which one? I'm going to start this with a uh, Sharpie. What do you think? It's always, it's always, 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 always a tough question. Um, I, I, I'm going to defer this one for just a minute because our, our thoughts have, have, have changed a little bit. So I'm going to defer and I'm going to go, I'm going to go a little bit later. Okay. You want me to go, Lise? Do you have some thoughts? Yeah, I have thoughts. <laughs> you always have thoughts. I always have thoughts. Okay. <clears throat> um, so if it's just two adults going and you are doing more signature dining and just doing one meal a day with signature dining, then in my opinion, no, it's not worth it. Um, rarely when you're doing, like, if you're doing just one meal with signature that can work out sometimes, but if you're doing, if you're there for five nights and four of your nights are going to be a two table service credit, and that's the only sit down restaurant you're doing, like you're not doing, you know, um, whispering Canyon for breakfast and then a signature meal for dinner, then no, it's not worth it. If you are doing two to three sit down meals a day. There may be value depending on where you're eating. It really depends on the restaurants you're choosing. So I would kind of look at that and look at the pricing and what you're going to pay and figure that out based on your cost per night for the dining plan. If you're skipping snacks and you're not doing a quick service meal, then no, there's really no value for you in the dining plan. So Steve looks like he has my thought on it. Yeah, I think. It's a tough question because you really have to know where you're eating yeah. and what your plans are. And yeah, so to back up, be my generic. Yeah, so to back up what Lauren's saying, definitely, if you want to get the most value out of it, you have to kind of look at the menus, figure out where you're going to eat, figure out what you would kind of eat, and then kind of at least 
because you don't want to some some of the restaurants we've talked about in the past were like you know pay cash here don't waste a credit or don't waste two credits it's not worth it uh right. so you need to go through it that way and look at the the advantage of the dining plan other than that is is it gives you the all-inclusive feel so you don't get you're not on vacation and and always getting the chicken nuggets or whatever you're, you're you know the right right because you you feel like okay i it doesn't matter that this is going to be a 300 dollars 400 dollars whatever meal for a family of four um and because i've already paid for everything so i can get whatever i want um but yeah if, if you eat the high-end items you eat at the signature restaurants you can make it work in your favor and actually make some money on it um and then and if you're not gonna do snack credits i think lauren also brought this up on a previous show um if you're going during uh, food and wine, you can use the snack credits at the different food booths at food and wine. And that's a great way. And you can also uh, take a quick service meal and break it up into uh, different food items and drinks at one of the pavilions at food and wine. Um, so there's some options there if you're not looking for cupcakes and, uh, and Mickey bars and things like that for your snack credits. You can get some really good things if you go during the food and wine festival. Okay, so, so I I think Lauren and Steve hit on on both of the things that that have kind of changed my thoughts. Um, two major things that have changed my thoughts: one, traveling with kids, and two, weight loss. Uh, the the psychology of the dining plan you go into it because there's a value perception to it, uh, but it is even the quick service dining plan is a lot of food. Um, and then the other element of that traveling with a family is oftentimes, and I know we've talked about this a lot on the show, kids do not have a big appetite. Even, even if they've been busy all day, even if they've been active, some kids do, of course, but but a lot of kids just do not have much of an appetite. So getting everybody a meal you end up wasting so much food. So, and even if, yeah, you paid for it, you got it. The, the psychology behind it says eat it. But I really think it, it just two adults specifically with the dining plan. If you are booking your trip prior to 180 days and you know what, where you know where you want to eat, you know where you want your reservations do the dining plan. You're you're gonna get you're gonna get value out of it, particularly if you menu shop ahead of time and know what you're gonna order, um, because that really is where it all comes down to. If you're not the type of person that when you're on vacation you want to you want to steak every sit down meal, the dining plan is gonna be a little bit questionable because even the the, the value of the steak is is kind of kind of back and forth. Um, for families that are going for, let's say, four, five nights, um, and you're going to be in the park from from sun up until till till the park closes, I, I we always recommend the dining plan, and, and the reason why we do that is because it allows you to eat on the fly. If you do the quick service, you can eat at any quick service in the park. If you do a table service and have your reservations done ahead of time, you can plan those into your day and kind of use that as a chance to catch up, to talk, and really to relax for a few minutes. 
Um, but to adults, it, it really is questionable, and it all comes down to what you're going to order and when you're making your hotel reservations in order to make your dining reservations at that at that window. So make sure make sure you know where you're going to eat, make sure you know what you're going to order, calculate out whether it's going to be a cost saving or not. Um, the other element of that that I always talk about is not paying out of pocket for every single meal because it does it, mentally it gets really expensive, even though with the dining plan, you would have paid all of that up front. You're not paying for all of that out of pocket at every single meal. The other option is to do a Disney gift card, put what you would have done on a dining plan on a Disney gift card and use that for all your meals. So that way you can mentally say, I've already paid this money. It's going to be used for my meals. Yep. I was going to kind of piggyback on that. Um, the fact that you don't come home to a thousand dollar, $1,500 credit card statement because of meals. Yep. And, and it could be 2000, who knows? Um, but it, it does add up when you do the dining plan or as Sharpie said, gift cards, you can spread that out over a year, um, a lot, you know, with the, the room and the tickets and kind of ease the pain instead of having a third of your vacation hit one credit card. Yeah. And if you book it with us or Pixie Vacations, we, you know, that Sharpie Lauren can help you put together payments and you can pay it off, you know, little by little in advance. So that's the advantage. One of the advantages is. You're not, like Lisa said, you're not getting this whole thing on one bill. Or I remember getting some of the bills at, at the Germany Pavilion or whatever and being like, oh, my gosh, what did I just pay for this? <laughs> like every <laughs> every meal. I was like, ah. Oh. Or the the Norway uh, Ockershoes breakfast. And I was like, oh, my gosh. How much did we eat and how much did I just pay? So it's awful when you get the bill <laughs> for some of those yep. things. I kind of like the idea of the gift cards. Um, because if I know that when I'm on the dining plan, I feel obligated to eat everything that I am entitled, entitled to, to. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. I want to get the best value for my money, but if I did it with gift cards, I might not feel so inclined. And in the end you might have some money left over to hit the gift shop or something like that. So the, I don't know, a little bonus. And, and that's what it all comes down to is the ability to budget up front or budget as you go. Uh, if you're the type that likes a budget constraint, the dining plan is a great thing for you. If you're the type to, that kind of likes to, to eke out every penny of, of a dollar that you can get, dining plan is probably not best for you because you're going to be fretting the whole time. Is this the best value? And you're going to end up eating a lot of dessert and a lot of other food that you may not have eaten otherwise. Yes. So yes. particularly if you're, if you're a, a health conscious diner, then yeah, you probably, you probably aren't going to we, eat dessert with every yeah. meal to start with. Well, we maximized it one time when Lisa and I did it and we kept track and we, we kept ordered the receipts. We kept the receipts. We wrote down everything we ate and we, and we, um, and we ordered the top menu items and we made, and we, we, well, it's but, not like we did we we didn't eat so abnormally that it was unrealistic. No, we ate the we always we would have the fillet or right. the steak at Yachtsman or at uh, uh, you know over at Epcot at one of the restaurants and so that type of thing. Yeah. And um, but we but we made sure we picked all the restaurants that had 
those types of menus and and we definitely got our money's worth years yeah, ago I, out of it. I would say that we saved 25% or so. It was a good percentage. But we worked it to the, I mean, we, it we was worked a lot. it. <laughs> it was a lot. Sure. And, uh, and I have to say, we, we, we had so many desserts and snacks. You're like, oh, another dessert. Every meal comes with a dessert. So. Yeah, they started building up in the fridge. Yeah, then we had a, a DVC <laughs> room with a fridge and we we're like, what are we going to do with all these? So you just bring them home. And then before you know it, you're like, wow, I got like four cupcakes still in, <laughs> in the fridge from two days ago. So. It's a tough call. Yeah, it depends. Um, but I think you guys nailed most of the main points on the head. All right. Oh, wait, I've got one more quick and then we'll wrap it up. This is, well, it's not a question, but it's a news story. And, and I wanted to get it in here because okay. it was a good one. And we were talking about it before the show. So Disneyland, they were building a luxury hotel and we were just over there and we saw where it was going to go. They got rid of the AMC theaters. They got rid of, uh, of uh, the um, uh, ESPN, ESPN, the yep. Rainforest, uh, Earl of Sandwich. They started working on the parking lots and, you know, removing walkways and all that. But the uh, but in Anaheim, they Disney and Anaheim had agreed on some tax breaks, and then then Disney would expand, you know, uh, Disneyland, and they, you know, put together a budget of so many millions or billions of dollars to go over so many years. And one of the things that Disneyland was going to do and get tax credits on or tax breaks was this new luxury hotel. So they're getting ready to do the groundwork on it. But originally, before they kind of figured out where they were going to place it, they told, I guess, Anaheim that they were going to build it over in the parking lot a thousand feet to the left. But now they really want to build it in this downtown Disney area so it can the monorail can go through it. And it's like right there at the entrance of downtown Disney. So Anna, the city of Anaheim has decided to take away their tax credits. So they're in this little scuffle. So right now, Disney has said that it's on hold indefinitely. Which I, can, I didn't really fully understand the location of it from what I understood. I really felt like it was going to block the Disneyland hotel. But again, I haven't had a visual on it, so I don't know. It would have. I um, mean, it would have been right between Disney, downtown Disney and the Disneyland hotel. Yeah. So, so part of me is like, oh, good. I love the Disneyland hotel. Don't ruin that. <laughs> That's my favorite hotel. So I'm thinking, you know, it's basically, you know, probably one of those things where you walk under it, you know, similar to that we're talking yeah, about. And, and there would have been shopping and things yeah. that would have been under the hotel. And then you would, and then you know how the monorail crosses over there, over downtown Disney. So that would probably be routed in front of the hotel or through the lobby or whatever, or, or similar yeah, to there, there would have been a station. Yeah. Like, right especially there. where the platform station is now would it, they would have stayed there, but been incorporated as, as part of the overall hotel design. Yeah. Which would have been nice. And they're, they're not going to not build this hotel because I, I believe there was at least one tower of this hotel that would have been dedicated to DVC. And they, they stand to make far too much money off of selling because the the Grand Californian DVC prices are $200 plus. Um, they're, they're, they're not going to not build this hotel, 
they're going to play strong arm yeah. with Anaheim until they get the tax breaks they're looking for. Yeah, that's got to be because they've already designed it. They've already closed all the businesses. Yeah. I mean, they're all gone. Yeah. So, and yeah, they're probably already torn. When we were there, they hadn't torn them down yet, but I'm sure that they've probably been ripped down by now. Um, yeah. So they're too far along. So it kind of sucks on Anaheim's part because they had this agreement and then they get the whole thing and then they tear it down. But then I, I understand on the other side as well. So, so now they're kind of at the standstill and going to see who, uh, gives in first, but I got to imagine, like you said, Sharpie, there's no way they can't build it. They've, and they need the hotel rooms. Uh, and they were really trying to get this ready for the, uh, galaxy's edge star Wars. Well, it's, it's, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be ready in time, but they know that, uh, you know, that's going to be a big draw. So they're going to need additional rooms later as well. So now it's on hold until, uh, people give in. And give some concessions, but so I, I think it's still going to happen. It's just a matter of when now. Yeah. Oh, and then also come to the mouse chat meetup, please. <laughs> come on oh, over. Way, we're having a meetup. We're having a meetup December first. It's going to be fun. We're doing it a little different this year. I'm kind of excited. I know. Practice. I I need to get my mini golf. I need to get a one of the clubs out and start practicing for the mini golf championship. Are we going to all compete against each other on no, different teams and see which know. team wins? Ooh, I could. think that would be fun. Ooh, that could happen. Like we can all create our own little group. Yeah. And and whoever and each person, you know, each group gets a different mouse chatter. I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. So we'll have a little. By the mini way, golf. just for the record, uh -huh. nobody wants to pick me. I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not good, but I'm not bad. Oh, I am terrible. Wow. You better practice up. I might up. be better with a glass of wine. If you get practice. me a glass of wine, I might do better. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so we're at the I'm Winter Summerland. Oh, not that's bad. good. I have not done the Winter Summerland course, so I'm at a disadvantage there. I don't know if anyone else has done it. I may it. have to go practice. And we're going to start, we're going to go early, a couple <laughs> days early and just play over and over again. But yeah, so it's at the Winter Summerland course, December 1st. Uh, I, I, it's on the, uh, it's on our mouse chat Facebook page. That's actually the second, I think. Is it the second right. on that one? It the might first be. is the breakfast, right? Yes. Thank you. So it's December. Oh. So yeah, we're there December 1st, December 2nd. So December 1st, we're going to have a breakfast at the wave. Uh, we finally got pricing on that. It's just under, I think it's just under right at 30. Yeah. Like around $30 a person for the breakfast, which is basically covers the cost of the room and the food. So we're not making any money on the, uh, on this, well, on the that, wave event. That has nothing to do with the room as long as you have enough people. Yeah. Oh, so we're not even breakfast. paying for the room. We're, we're just paying for yeah, the breakfast. It's just yes. breakfast. Yeah. yeah. And we're breakfast. doing, we're going to do a show, right? Yeah. And then we'll record a podcast there. So you can be part of the live mouse chat podcast recording. We're going to have our own private room set up there. Uh, and it's a really good uh, buffet breakfast. So we'll be there in the morning. It's actually one of my favorites. Yeah. It's good. It's a little hidden gem of uh, Walt Disney World. Uh, so it's a nice place to get together with a group of people. Uh, so we've got coffee is amazing. Yeah, coffee's always good. Yeah, their coffee is good. Everything is theirs good. and like Kona's. Oh, I love Kona, Kona has. I think Kona has the best coffee on property. That's just mm -hmm. my opinion, though. So yeah, Kona has good. Yeah, and then we also have. Uh, so then we have the mini golf tournament going on that you can sign up for. You just have to pay for the mini golf, and then we're giving away prizes for that. Uh, and then we have uh, just kind of an Epcot stroll around during the holidays around World Showcase. And of course, we'll get some bites to eat along the way uh, the following Sunday after our mini golf tournament. So you can sign up for all of these 
mousechat.net. I'll have it on our Facebook or on our page there, or you go to the uh, Facebook page for Mouse Chat. And then we also have a Facebook group for Mouse Chat. And then it takes you to a Eventzilla link where you can just kind of sign up for all the different ones. Is that pinned to the top, Steve? I, if it is not, I will go ahead and pin it to the top and I need yeah, to, and, I'll, should, and I will add the, uh, find it easier for a little while. Yeah. And I'll add the wave, uh, breakfast there. And that one will have to collect the $30 up front because we're paying for the whole thing and as a group. So I will put that together so we can do payment through PayPal or square or something. So yes, mouse chat meetup, December 1st, December 2nd, come on down Disney world. See us. All right. So that's my cue. We're going to wrap it up. Time to wrap it up. <laughs> We'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have any comments or questions, those can be sent to comments at mousechat.net. If you enjoy listening to the shows, there are more shows over at mousechat.net and also at iTunes. Thanks so much for listening. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat. Bye.